drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in, man. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in now. Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinks. Now you'd think I'd come on this week all down in the dumps. Oh, what a horrible game. Trade everybody. We got nothing going on. We got issues. We don't have any of the above. It's going to be fine, people. I'm going to tell you why. And so is Chops. You can find him on Twitter, on X, at, at Chops in the D. He's back. We have gimmicks. We have segments. We have positivity here on the Kool-Aid cast. Drink it in, Choppy. Drink it in, man. Uh, Okri, you can't give me that Kool-Aid without a double side of cornbread, brother. Cornbread! Cornbread! I always got it coming out the oven, bro. Love it, love it. Yeah, listen, Okri, I'm in the same boat as you, my friend. I'm still here to serve up the Kool-Aid. You know, Sunday was Sunday. We're going to dive into it, but people, relax. Chill out. We're still 5-2. and two. We're leading the division. We're the second team in the NFC, people. Relax. Let's roll. It's going to be all good. Now, we're going to do a very quick, brief, short... <laughs> Ravens-Lions review of maybe what happened what went wrong in that ball game. We got a fun new segment I'm going to do. It's rapid-fire style for Chops called Approve, Improve, or Disapprove. And we're going to talk NFL trade deadline. I got so many names in front of me, so many things I've been seeing put out there and rumored innuendo, but we'll pick out a couple names, maybe a big name, maybe another name or two, and uh, talk about those. And and you got to stay tuned in the back half of the show. I mean, we got lots of other interesting things planned for this pod. So, Chops, with all that being said, I don't think we can mess around. I, you can't tell me how the weather's doing, what's going on at the local uh, town fair, what we got to roll, man. We got to talk Detroit Lions, and we'll start briefly with this Ravens game. So my, my take on this, man, what, 38-6. Lions were down 35-0 um, into the third quarter of this ball game. I mean, the way it came down for me is we just got worked right from the get-go. And when I say worked, it's kind of like that wrestling word. They always talk about it. It's work. It's it's it, This was a shoot, brother. And that means, like, we were just getting, like, tricked and fooled and out of place. And they were doing what we do on this show, which is gimmicks all over the field. They were running whoop-de-doo, lip-de-woos over the right side and throwing it when they thought we were running it and running it when they shouldn't have. I mean, it was just... It just felt like it was over from the get-go after they got away with a couple of these gimmicks. They were just playing crazy backyard football, letting Lamar throw when we think he can run. He's running when he has to. Guys running wide open. I mean, did I pretty much sum up the whole game there? Can we move on, please? Yeah. Yeah, Okri, <laughs> look, this is, the, my, this is my summary of that game, or this is my thoughts on that game. Okay? <laughs> you take that. You throw it over your shoulder. It's in the trash can. You're, you're spot on. From snap one, we were just not with it. It was not our day. I mean, they go up, you know, 14 nothing in the first quarter. Nothing's going our way. Lamar's just doing whatever he wants to do, tearing us up. It continues into the second quarter. And you just, I, just from, like, from our third drive, you just had that feeling it was going to be one of those days. And listen, people. These kind of days happen in the NFL, okay? This isn't anything to do with our team or where we stand or power rankings or projections for the rest of the season. It was just one of those days. Do I like that we got our butts kicked on national television? No, I don't like that we lost, okay? Do I like the way that we lost? No, I don't. 
Am I freaking out about anything else beyond what happened at the end of the fourth quarter when that game was over? Absolutely not. <laughs> Chops, you get three bells for those last points. All spot on as always. And the Lions get this sound bit for how they played. Like, and don't put this all on the defense. Don't be like, oh, the you know, we just got shredded. Like, the defense got out of place. They got fooled a lot. But it doesn't help when your offense comes out, goes three and out, three and out, three and out. It's 28 zip, 35 zip. Then we finally get cooking towards the end a few plays. We couldn't finish. We couldn't score. Yeah, Jameer Gibbs looked kind of fun. You know, we're we finally seeing some glimpses from him. That's all good. Don't tell me about uh, some of this other stuff that happened. Team loss. I summed it up on Twitter. I try to give you guys uh, a quick tweet on a on a Monday about these games, and this was the first negative one I've had to do all year because we've been rolling, we've been playing great football. So I say we just put this one behind us, chops. It was a loss, of course. All the people that I told you were going, how about those lads? Like that was quite a few people, but you know when it's even more people. When the Lions lose, like they did here, I got people blowing up my phone, wondering what's wrong, acting like, see, I told you so, oh, poor us. And it's like, it's one football game. We're five and two. We're the second team in the National Football Conference, um, as well as probably the whole league. Um, I, I really don't have any worries whatsoever. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm surprised that you got some of those calls because, I mean, well, actually, I should say this. I'm not surprised you got those calls. Mine were actually pretty yeah. relatively positive. I got some nice text messages. Hey, just not our day today. Like, you know, and again, I said, like, hey, toss that one in the garbage. It was a strange game, man. Like, you know, let's, I, you know how I love my stats. I'm kind of looking at this and I'm like, we were pretty close in time of possession. We were pretty close in first downs. Uh, same amount of turnovers. But they just scored on almost every drive. When you go touchdown, punt, touchdown, punt, touchdown, punt, touchdown, downs, that's not a good day, okay? It's just not going to be a good day. But, again, I'm not freaking out about it. Uh, you know, I'm uh, good to see Amon Ra get uh, top 100 yards. Good to see Jameer Gibbs, uh, you know, that uh, adjective, 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 weapon with over 100 <laughs> all-purpose yards. Loved it. You know, the Laporta Supporta fan club got their six catches and 50 yards. So, you know, good. there was good things that came out of this. Uh, we just wasn't our day. So chalk it up and move on. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun talking about the next game on the back half of the show. Jobs, one last thing. Again, I only brought it up because people like to bag on the Lions so much more than celebrate them. They play great. You get very little love, even though the Kool-Aid cast and lots of people have been hooping up this team. I get it. But one little stumbling block and they all come out or all the I get so many more reactions to losses or bad play. And when it's great play and wins, it's 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 definitely cricket sometimes. But I have exclusive audio from Dan Campbell on what he has to say about all that. You've had enough of that. Exactly, Dan Campbell. Let's move on. So, um, Chops, you brought up a guy. It's actually his birthday today. And that's the majestic version that I've learned to do of Amon Ra. Um, you know, you said it funny on a phone call one time and kind of let it linger. Now I do the majestic version. Chops, we have a new version. We have a new sound drop on the show for Mr. Oh, ARSB. Like Let's hear it. This is courtesy of Big Stash from the ATL via the Kool-Aid hotline, 989-272-3484. This was part of one of his six to eight to maybe 10 minute long phone calls. But I pulled out this gem for number 14 for the Detroit Lions. I'm on <laughs> Chops, I think he outdid both of uh, us. Oh, my gosh. I don't How do you top that, man? I mean. Listen, the you know the original the original Amon Ra was pretty pretty classic, but dude, then I mean this spinoff that he had, yours was okay, yours was okay, but this is I don't, I don't even know if I can hit the hit the vocal tones that he got there though. Amon Ra, like it's just up and down. It's fantastic. Oh, exactly, we got to leave the sting, singing to Big Stash. Yours is very breathy and funny. Mine is much more majestic and like like we're heading to another uh, planet of some sort. But uh, this, I think, is the best one. I'm a <laughs> so, so that'll Love be a it. staple. That'll be a staple on the show, and it's it's Amon Ra's birthday. I think he's 23 or something crazy like that. Uh, absolute baller, been catching everything, doing big things. So, 
Choppy, we got a couple more segments before we get our great sponsors in here. And, and I know that we like to go on and on, have fun with sound bits, argue, laugh, and talk lions. But I need a little rapid fire from you. I, I don't want a big, long take on all of these, but I got about six to eight players that I need you to label them as you approve of their play. They need to improve their play or you disapprove of their play currently for the Detroit Lions. Do you think you can give me one of those three and maybe a quick take on each of these players? I can definitely give you one of those three. Uh, I know you know how I struggle with quick takes, but I will do my best. I will do my best to just give you an answer and give you a quick take. I got faith in you, buddy. You can make this happen. So let's do this. First name, Aleem McNeil, a.k.a. Honeybun, a.k.a. Twinkle Toes. You know the rest. Oof. I, that's dude. That's a hard one to start right off the bat. Um, you know, I thought that he had a pretty good start, and he's kind of drifted off a little bit. So I'm going to throw him into the uh, uh, needs to improve, or what, what's that middle category? Uh, improve. Yeah, improve. Not... He needs to improve. I, I like what I saw early on, but I want to see a little bit more. So needs to improve. All right, it's not a tough task, Choppy. Approve, improve, disapprove. Next name, Captain Jack. Jack Campbell, a.k.a. Reward. Oh, I mean, look, this is this one's an easy one. He's a rookie, and uh, I completely approve of this message by Jack Campbell. And I don't I don't think I even really need to explain it because he's a rookie. He's balling out there and uh, he's you know, he's ridiculous. He's like fifth on the team in tackles right now. So he's great. Right. I wouldn't say balling out. I, I think every time I see him, I just go, that's a big dude. Uh, I love his name. I love his physicality. I don't know that he's been playing that well, but OK, you approve. Next one. You said that one was easy. How about this one? Maybe not so easy. Hashtag JMO fast. Uh, you, you know, that is a really hard one, and I don't know how I'm supposed to give a quick take on that one. Um, you got to put him in a bucket. Need, uh, yeah. Approve. If I got to put him in the bucket, yeah, he needs to improve. Uh, he needs to he needs to drop the he needs to shake off and get rid of the drops. Um, but I am not on a you know disapprove or sell this guy or anything like that. Like he needs to improve, but I still have a lot of optimism and hope for him. I thought you were going to go a different way. You cut off the. I thought you were going to say cut off the dreads, maybe get the the pajama sleeves to go away, have another visor, tinted, you know, get his swag right, and then play well. But I think he needs to improve as well. Still have high hopes for him. This one is a layup for you because you haven't used this category yet. And I'm sure you want to. Tracy Walker. Oh gosh, your your boy, Tracy My Walker. Boy. <laughs> um, you know I. Actually, I, uh, I, I don't want to see. Yeah, I knew you were going to set me up for this. You, you sneaky snake. Um, I approve of Tracy Walker and oh his play goodness. since CJ. That's my GJ has been out. He's made some big hits. He's been, uh, he's been in there. He's been making plays. He's got 29 tackles, uh, a couple of pass defenses. I, I approve of Tracy Walker, uh, in his, in his, uh, cover time since CJ GJ has been out. I thought that was an easy disapprove for you, and we kind of have to get it right. It's formerly my boy, Tracy Walker, because it's now my boy, Brian Branch. All right, this is an easy one. You can't get this one wrong. Nobody can. Will Harris. Hashtag no. anybody oh, but gosh. Willie. <laughs> Come on, man. Why is Will Harris still on this team? Hashtag anybody but Willie. I don't understand it. <laughs> Cut this guy. He shouldn't even... Uh. Don't, I knew you just you wanted to get me all riled up, right? All riled up. Disapprove with a capital D. Cut him tomorrow. <laughs> but he's a he's a good guy. He's a hard worker, Chappy, and he gets uh, roasted, toasted, and extra crispy every time he's on my screen. All I see is number twenty five on the back of his jersey, while people are running away from this player. Yet he continues to not be able to cover people like the coffee table, which doesn't make sense. But it's been funny and been said on this show for years. Um, okay, a couple more. How about my boy? I don't know about the spelling, Derek Barnes. Oh, Derek Barnes has been an absolute beast. Totally approve of what Derek Barnes has done this year. Uh, he came into this year needing to prove it, and he has. Totally approve. I approve. I think he can still improve. Sometimes when he misses plays or is out of whack, even though he's a physical beast, 
I disapprove. So he kind of fits all the categories for me. And Chops, I figured I'd end you with a high note. And approve, improve, or disapprove. Disapprove with uh, a little one that you might like. I mean, talk to me about your quarterback, Jared Goff. Oh, God. I mean, do I? you're really <laughs> going to make me answer this question. Of course I approve of this message. Hashtag Goff train hashtag jg16 hashtag top five quarterback in the nfl hashtag pay me money and extend me jared goff dude come on you know look this guy if anybody has a if anybody's a naysayer or jared goff now you like just don't even talk to me don't even come at me at twitter i don't want to hear it this guy is our quarterback thank you play it ozzy play it Get on the golf train or get the hell out of the station and don't come to Ford Field because this guy is the future. He is the quarterback now and he is the quarterback of the future and he is the quarterback that will take us to the Super Bowl. Approve. Capital. I don't want your Bula Bula support when it comes to Jared Goff. You don't get to join the <laughs> golf train. You're off, bro. You're off. <laughs> oh, it never gets old. Just like this will never get old now on the show. I'm a Choppy. <laughs> You did okay. I mean, the word rapid fire was used multiple times before the segment. You took three minutes per player. You couldn't figure out what bucket to put half the people in. But other than that, I thought it was a fun segment. So you'd think we would be done. You would think it'd be like, hey, we got to get our great sponsors in here. But no. We still got more here on the first half of the pod, the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. We thank all the loyal listeners, the die-hard Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers that support the show. But Chops... It's trade deadline, my man. We haven't touched on the subject. We have basically a week from when we're recording here to when Brad, what's that nickname again? Always open for business homes. (laughs) Until he's going to absolutely be doing work. I wouldn't be surprised if by this week's end he gets a deal or two done. But I got a bunch of names in front of me. You you said you looked at some people. You've heard some rumor innuendo. How about we pick out a name or two, tell the people why Big Bad Brad's going to make that move, do his thing, or or, or why not? So you, you want to go? You want me to fire a name off? Uh, yeah, man. I mean, look, I think, uh, I think I've got some – I got a couple of different categories here of people. I got some like, you know – of course, there's going to be the big splash, sexy name that you know that for different positions that people are going to drop. Um, I got a couple of under the radar drops, or maybe guys that you know we've been rumbling, but maybe the league isn't talking about. So uh, I'm gonna actually, I think I'm gonna let you start since you you put me to the test for uh, rapid fire that I failed to rapidly fire. Uh, how about you throw me out a name here and uh, let's let's go on that. All right, you know, we we could talk trades. We could talk Brad Holmes all day long. I'd love to do that. That's like a whole separate show. So if I got to keep this short, I'll start with this. The Lions aren't going to be able to trade for Max Crosby. I would love him. He's a perfect Dan Campbell fit. He hustles, but he has no inclination of leaving. I don't even know why this is being discussed. If it could somehow be done... It would blow my mind that I would be, he's just a perfect player to play opposite Hutch. So that's first and foremost. Secondly, another, why is this being talked about? Devontae Adams. It, it just makes no sense. I, I could understand getting a high offensive player, but Devontae Adams is not the player for the Detroit Lions. It's not going to win you a Super Bowl. He doesn't come cheap. So I need to get that off my chest first and foremost. But we're probably going to pick like a bigger name and I might have a couple under the radars for you. So if I'm going to go big name, I'm going to go for a guy that just the other day dropped about eight explicatives during an interview. He plays interior defensive tackle. He's a game wrecker. He's been in this league a while. He knows ball. He's no nonsense and he's pissed and he wants to win and he's tired of this bleep. Just like Dan Campbell said earlier. And that's my boy, Jonathan Allen of the Washington. We have the worst name in sports, Commander. He's tired of being there. He's tired of losing. He's simply this, Dan Campbell. You've had enough of that sh- He has. Go get him. Pay him for a couple years. Put him in the interior of your defense. Let him wreck shop. Great guy. Always said to be like a no-nonsense football player. That's the guy I want the Detroit Lions to go out and get. Plug him in the middle with Aleem the Dream, a couple of our other guys that are in there, and let our guys on the outside wreak havoc. That's my guy, Jonathan Allen. I like it. I like it. Um, you know, let's stick with the D line here. I think another one that, you know, 
the big splash, the, oh, go get him, uh, you know, is a teammate of your guy, uh, Chase Young. People, I, I don't, Chase Young is not coming to the Detroit Lions. I really hate to break it to you. Um, there's a lot of talk about, you know, the Washington Redskins are, or, oh, sorry, commanders are going to be selling. Um, but I cannot see them giving away Chase Young for anything uh, that we want to pay. Um, so I'm going to come back with, uh, what about, uh, you know, what about Carl Lewis from the New York Jets? I think he's a guy that could come in a little bit seasoned, but I think he could really help in the, the interior line. And no one's really talking about him, but the guy is, he's nasty. He is nasty. So I would love to see him added. Um, I would take him on my line right now if 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 it was if he was available for like a you know fifth round pick, I'd do it. Chappy, I often have to do this to keep you honest here on the pod. First of all, if you're gonna mention Chase Young's name on the show, we gotta play the drop. Hey, listen, Ohio State sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, what's he ever done in the NFL? Nothing but be injured. It's a nice name. It's a big body. I wouldn't mind him. People acting like he's going to come here and set the world on fire. I don't see it. Second of all, you said you want to bring Carl Lewis in here. I think he's the sprinter that messed up the national anthem that one time and said, uh-oh, I'll make up for it now. No, you uh, won't. <laughs> um, I think that I think you're referring to maybe Carl Lawson, I think, with the Jets uh, was the player. But Carl Lewis, uh, I don't think he can play for us or anybody. And he damn sure can't sing. So, um, you know, I just had to get you on that one as well. Chops, can I throw out another name, man? I got a guy. Gosh, we can only do a couple of these. So I'm just looking at all these names. I'll just rumble through some of them for you people. Brian Burns, Jerry Judy, Sutton, Renfro, Terrace Marshall. How about Daniil Hunter? Maybe Josh Uche. Give me Justin Simmons. No, I, I really don't want any of those players. You know, Terrace Marshall's maybe a depth receiver that might have some upside. Maybe like a DJ Chark light, but uh, won't cost you much. But let me throw out this name. This isn't even really under the radar, but if I can't get my boy Jonathan Allen, Maybe it costs too much. Maybe it just can't make it work. What about maybe going down to Carolina and getting my boy Derek Brown? I think he even spells it right. D-E-R-E-K, people. Um, he's a wrecking shop, too, in the middle. He's young. He's on a last year or so, I think, of a rookie deal. You could maybe pay him. He's another no-nonsense player. That's a guy that I would like on defense. If you got to go to offense, like I said, don't give me Devontae, but maybe give me a a high-end wide receiver or that's really the only thing I could see is just another weapon. Um, you know, if you can get me Jerry Judy for cheap, I'll take him. You want to think Hunter Renfro will go in and just work the middle with Amon Ra. Oh, gosh, I, I think my voice cracked there. I might as well just play the drop instead. Amon Ra. <laughs> if you think they can wreck shop, do it. If you think Court and Sun can be that big body wideout you need, okay. But uh, I'd be focusing on defense and uh, get me Derek Brown, Jonathan Allen, or a fancy weapon that doesn't cost me much. That's what I'd do. Yeah, I like a lot of those names you threw out there. And uh, thanks for keeping me honest on the uh, Carl Lawson. I don't know what the heck I was uh, reading on that. Uh, I think I combined a couple of names on my sheet <laughs> here. But listen, I you know I would love to go and and do a little bit of shopping with the uh, Carolina Panthers because I would like uh, some. I, I would like Brian Burns. Um, I like the name you threw out there. You know, the other one that's not getting a lot of talk about, but in the secondary is. Uh, Dante Jackson. I think he's a sneaky little name that if we could find a way to get him, uh, he could really help solidify the secondary, which again, with our injuries and our, some others, I'm, I'm, I think we need to add a secondary piece. Uh, you seem to be kind of set with uh, adding a piece on the line, which I am not going to fight you on. Um, so I'm okay with that too. You know, let me throw you a, a, um, a, a wide receiver. And this one, I know people are going to scoff and uh and go no way but listen you know what about uh what about mooney from chicago i i think that that guy has been underutilized i don't think i mean again chicago is a dumpster fire they're bringing in guys like chase claypool and you got darnell mooney there and i think this guy could actually like he could do some stuff here in detroit so i would be more than willing to take him on um and then the other position that a lot of people are not talking about is that I am still nervous about because we just can't seem to be healthy. There is running back. Look, I love Craig Reynolds. I love D money and I love Jameer Gibbs, but I am worried about the health of this line. So, you know, a name that he's not, he's not a trade candidate here, but why aren't we out just going out and signing uh, Leonard Fournette? 
because the guy can play in the playoffs. I know you might run into a bit of a log jam when everybody's healthy, but the dude is still a beast and he's out there. And I think he wants to sign with a contender. So why could he not just come sign here for a one-year deal to just cover our butts while everybody's getting healthy? Oh my goodness. So much to get into. We got to get great sponsors. We got so much to do on the back half, but I got to respond. First of all, choppy. I was just going to debunk people throwing out Bula Bula, as you would call it, about uh, trade J-Mo to Carolina, pair him up with Bryce Young to get a Brian Burns. Uh, no, thank you. I do like Brian Burns as a player. I wouldn't mind trading for him and, and signing him here to Detroit, but you'd have to make some other moves, like maybe not pay the quarterback and do some other things uh, to make that happen. Um, I liked your corner, um, you know, Dante uh, that you brought up uh, there in Carolina. He was a, a draft prospect I liked. He's played pretty well. He's been hurt a lot. A, a name I didn't bring up, but I need to because I do think they need to add corners. What about my boy Desmond King? He got kicked to the curb by Pittsburgh, which doesn't, you know, isn't a good omen. But he's always been like a grimy slot corner, plays a little outside. Like if you bring a guy like that in, then we never have to see Will Harris ever on the football field again. He can get people Gatorade or go shine shoes at the bowling alley. That'd be much more productive for him and for us, maybe. Um, and, and then we can get my boy Brian Branch playing nickel and getting out there and getting healthy like he should. So I do think they need to add there. Um, everybody want oh let's get Patrick Sertan like I'm not in the mode of giving up the house just because we think we can win but I think if Brad Holmes is really all in he could he could get a big piece and then a supplementary piece and that already would put us over the top without giving up all our future or crazy money or draft capital like we'll probably get into that in the back half of the show but we have to keep our own guys you can't just bring in some other guy give him you know 20 million a year and then lose some of these other cats we already got on the team that we're bought in on so i i like it mooney i don't mind as a player but you know, I didn't hear anything about him being on the block. Um, but, uh, you know, a receiver and a defender is kind of what I'm hoping for. Running back, you went on your big Leonard Fournette train. I mean, I mean, how much does he weigh these days? Plus, like, why do we need running backs when we have Demo and a guy that's a multidimensional, positionless, elite weapon? Like Jameer Gibbs. I mean, we don't need running backs. We we just need a, one to get healthy and we're good. All right, I'm done. I, I like your name there out of Pittsburgh. I mean, look, you know, Pittsburgh secondary send-offs uh, that coming to the Lions. I think that's worked out Um, uh, when. Oh, yeah, Cam Sutton. So <laughs> right. I would be totally fine with Desmond King coming in and pairing back up with his boy, Cameron Sutton, <laughs> and uh, help solidify the secondary. So and as well, far as Pittsburgh. running back goes, look, I don't I don't have any hate for any of our running backs. Like I, if if our top running backs were all 100 percent healthy and ready to go, no moves necessary. But I, the, the, this, we just this lingering injuries continue to seem to happen in that position group right now. And it's making me nervous to only have three active guys. Um, I mean, we're calling guys up from the practice squad constantly in that position. So, and then they get hurt, you know, then we lose one there. So it's like, oh gosh, how many guys have we run through now? Let's just get this guy, get Fournette in here. He's a playoff performer and he, he just locks it down. And I can run with that three headed monster all the way to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. You're going on and on about these injuries. We have one injury. It's it's for Dave Montgomery, and it's maybe another week or two. It's just not we didn't lose three bodies, and and Leonard Fournette's been in his couch eating potato chips, and who knows what else. And uh, if I got to hear one more radio host or caller come in and go, hey everybody, we need to go get Derrick Henry, then we'll win a Super Bowl. Like <laughs> we're not getting Derrick Henry having Demo and having Jameer Gibbs. That's first and foremost. Secondly, we're not Brad Holmes is not in the business of paying a running back, whoever they may be, like fifteen million dollars. He, he's he's not doing that. He's shown that on multiple occasions by drafting them and obtaining them other ways. And Derrick Henry's got like a year or two left before he's on the couch or, or who knows where doing who knows what. So it's like, no, people, that's that's not happening. If it does, I'll be very frustrated more so than jumping up and down thinking that we're going to have a parade down Woodward. So, Chops, as I said with the trade segment, we could probably go another 30 minutes without even thinking about it. But we got to get those sponsors in. I know the back half of the show is loaded. We got surprises and things up our sleeve for the people. 
we got to take our break, get our sponsors in, do that thing, man. Yeah, let's do it. And again, I keep, I could keep coming back with, and one more thing, and one more thing. Um, but I will just say, anybody who wants to trade JMO, shut the hell up and don't listen to, uh, don't, don't even come at me because if anybody's talking about trading JMO to Carolina or anywhere else for anything, um, I don't want to hear it. Don't come near me because I mean the guy's only played like, bare, not even a, a season's worth of football games for us. So d- don't give up on JMO. If you have JMO trade slander or craziness, you can take that away. Hashtag JMO fast. Everybody, we'll be right back. All right, everybody. This goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Uh, it's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. What's going on, Kool-Aid drinkers? We're back from the break. Thank you so much for listening to the sponsors, checking out the pod, doing all that goodness. Um, you know how we do here on the show, always talking Detroit Lions, whooping up the people, giving that hype. We're not going to be downers about a loss to the Baltimore Ravens in their house. Um, so it's uh, we got a lot on the back half of the show, uh, Choppy. Yeah, uh, okay, listen, listen. You know what, I... Uh... Uh-oh. Before you start going on to some soliloquy about, you know, diving back into the Ravens or whatever it is that you were about ready to do, I'm just going to rip the mic from you because um, we got a little we got a little topic here. And I've had this game up my sleeve that oh, I have boy. wanted to play versus you and for the people for a couple weeks now. And we haven't gotten to it. I've let you go on and on. I've let you pick the topics. I've let you beat me up in rapid fire. And now I think it's going to be my turn to grab the mic and cue up a little game that we're going to call Goff versus Holmes contract <laughs> extension negotiations. Now, do you Are you feeling a little feisty and ready to play some games? Oh, man, I'm ready to get into this. I love how the name wasn't catchy at all. It was a classic choppy, like, full sentence of just regular words, but it it made me laugh anyway. So, yeah, of course I'm ready to do this. Yeah, when you get the vibrato (laughs) behind it, it's okay. You can draw it out a little bit. So I was just like, Goff versus Mahomes. No, no, Goff versus, you got to get the deep vibrato, like, let's go. It did sound epic. Yeah, that's right. For this game, you get to be my boy. No, my other boy, you get to be my GM, Brad, always open for business homes. You get to sit there and you get to be behind the laptop. You get to slap those big old meat hooks together (laughs) and you need to be thinking about this year. You need to be thinking about next year. You need to be thinking about the Lions for the next 10 years down the road. And you get to play the role of our GM, Brad Holmes. And I, as the original conductor of the hashtag golf train, I'm going to play the role of Jared Goff's agent and we are gonna i want to go back and forth a little bit here and i want to see where you're at as the gm of the lions when it comes to my boy jared goff and his contract extension where what do you what should what are you going to pay him how long your term you know what are you going to do you compare this is your ability this is you get to pull all the stops out you are the gm of the lions and i am representation for the hashtag golf train and let's go back and forth here and see if we can get a deal worked out do you think we can all right, Choppy, you've laid the gauntlet down. You've ripped the mic from me. I guess if we're going to start this off, and if I'm always open for business, then I, I got to start out the call like he would if he was to dial up JG16 or maybe his agent. It would go something like this. So, man? How you doing? Brad Holmes, GM of the Detroit Lions. What's going on, man? 
Yeah, I want to talk about that contract extension, man. You know, we we've had some good dialogue, but uh, it's time to get down to business here. We got we got to we got to get this thing figured out. So let, let, let's talk about it, man. That that's I can't do that for the whole segment, but that's Brad Holmes. Cool, cool as could be. Kind of funny the way he talks to draft picks and free agents. But hey, man, he's cool. But he he's a he's a businessman as well. Always open for business, as you know. So let's do this. I love it. I love it. I wish you could talk like for that the whole segment, but I know it's not it's not easy. So um, that's great, man. So listen, uh, Mr. Holmes, you know, uh, my boy Jared Goff here, he's been balling out this year. And, uh, you know, that contract is really coming up here at the end of 2024. You know, he likes it here. Um, what, what kind of offer you got out on the table here? Because I'm looking at some of these quarterbacks getting paid. And, uh, you know, Jared Goff wants a slice of the pie. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, no, I, 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 if I was Brad Holmes, man, the first thing I'd say is like, tell his agent, you knew we brought him here for a reason. Like we didn't think your client, Jared Goff was a bridge quarterback. I knew what he could do. I, I couldn't believe the Rams gave him to us, gave us a first, gave us another first, gave us a third and this quarterback. And what have we done? We surrounded him with an offensive line playmakers, belief, offensive scheme. And what has he done? Exactly what I thought he'd do as the general manager. He's balled out. He's played really well. He's the leader of this football team now. We've rebuilt his career here in Detroit, and he's lived up to his his end of the bargain as well. So, yeah, we are at the table now. It is time to figure out if we can find a number. My thing is... We've got lots of surrounding players that I want to keep with your clients, Jared Goff. And that's people like Amon Ra or Pene Sewell, either at right or future, soon to be left tackle. We also have this guy. I don't know if you've heard of him. We like to unleash him on Sundays. You know what it is. Unleash Hutch. I mean, we have to keep this guy. He even has music. When he's getting after quarterbacks, we can't lose these players. So, so your client, what, what's he at right now? Like 33, 33 and a half million. I mean, that's a bargain in this National Football League now. We understand that. We're not stupid. But we got to come to a number that makes sense for your client and the team so we can keep those other studs as well as all the draft picks that I take that are just Hall of Famers every year. Yeah, listen, listen, Mr. Holmes. I like the I like how you you started off here trying to butter me up a little bit and, <laughs> and uh, tell me how you felt about my about my quarterback. We agree that he came here expecting to be the man, not the bridge. Um, so you know, and I I can completely appreciate that eventually some of these other guys are going to get paid. But those names that you just said to me, I mean, their contracts are still good for another two or three years, my brother. So listen. We got to start talking about this contract that's going to be up next year. And as we all know, the quarterback position is the most important position on the field on any NFL team. I'm talking about you don't want anybody like, oh, I don't know, Daniel Jones running your team, do you? Because that guy just got paid $40 million a year. You, Jared Goff is no Daniel Jones. And no, I'm looking at, I'm talking about, uh, you know, Mr. Jalen Hurst just got paid. Mr. Josh Allen just got paid. Lamar Jackson just got paid. Justin Herbert just got paid. What do all these quarterbacks have in common with my guy? Oh, that's right. They've been to a Super Bowl. And they're all getting paid 50 to $55 million a year. Now listen here, Mr. Holmes. I'll be Since you don't want to seem to be making the first offer, I will extend the first offer out on the table with some <laughs> oh. dollars that make sense. Here we go. If you don't mind. So here we go. Go I propose that I offer the hometown discount (laughs) of five years, $50 million a year, 250 million bones for my boy, Jared Goff. That's a hometown discount that puts him ranked seventh in the league in paying uh, just slightly above that bum, Russell Wilson, (laughs) um, and that midget, Kyler Murray. So what do you say, Mr. Holmes? Five years. 50 million a year, 250 hometown discount from my boy Jared Goff. Well, hold on, man. First of all, man, like I just want to get this straight off the bat. Like I've been listening to podcasts recently, and there's a show called the Detroit Kool-Aid Cast. You've heard that, I'm sure, man. Everybody's heard that. The millions and millions. It's a great show. Real funny, man. But 
there's this guy in there. He's always talking about he's the conductor of the golf train. Like, he's the conductor of the golf train. I mean, I'm Brad, always open for business. Holmes. I think I was saying this way before anybody else. You know what I'm saying? So let's get that first and foremost, man. All right. Um, Did you also say you're giving me a hometown discount of 50 million per year? Your guy makes 33 now. And I think you mentioned another nugget that I that I well aware of and that you should be as well is that he's not up after this year. We got him for another year at 33, and then we can franchise you, and then we can franchise you again. We can basically keep him here for four more years if we want to for much less than 50 per. That's no hometown discount. That sounds like a nice deal for your client, not so much for the team. I can't control what they paid Russell Wilson. I don't control what the mayor of Munchkinland makes, but 50 million for five seasons, I think you said. I'm thinking more like three would be nice, four maybe with a void year. 50 that that just can't do we got to fix that now i'm looking at these other quarterbacks kirk cousins makes 35 i'm looking at a guy like pat mahomes the best player in the league makes 45 per you want to be five more than that like i told you i don't care if these guys are two three years away it doesn't matter i need to plan for keeping my guys here as well as assuming that I'm going to get three to four more other cornerstone studs that I want on this team. And and my last little counter to you before I maybe throw out my number, my offer, my first offer, maybe might be my final offer to you, is um, we drafted this kid in the third round. I don't know if you've heard of him. His name is Hendon Hooker, a.k.a. on that my favorite pod, the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, H2O. Um, this kid is getting healthy. He can throw it deep. He can throw spirals as well. That's no shot. That's no shot at your car. I'm just saying. He throws a great deep ball. He can also run a little bit. Very smart. Great kid. Great leader. I mean, we pay him like $2 million, four or five at the most when he's, his contract is up, which isn't for four more seasons. Like, we could just roll with him and your guy could be out looking. I mean, maybe it'd be great to play in Washington, right? I mean, I'm sure the Jets would love it. I'm sure. I mean, uh, who else? Who else needs a quarterback? Or who else is going to treat your client, Jared Goff, like we have? Nobody, oh, that's, exactly. That's, yeah, okay, okay, listen. You have been, you've been very, very generous to my, to my client. Um, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not feeling the love here when I put out an offer and you just kind of, you know, start talking about playing a rookie quarterback. You really want to go into next year after you go on a major playoff run, uh, with the, uh, Hendon hooker and maybe backing him up with your boy, Teddy biscuits. Okay. I mean, listen, that's your, that's your prerogative, I guess. Um, I would gladly, you know, negotiate a holdout with my con with my with my clients uh we can totally go down that path here and if the you point- want to talk about teams that are looking for quarterbacks i can name you 20 teams right now that would rather have my client as their quarterback than the bumski that they got playing for them <laughs> right now um but hey listen we're not going down that road yet that's fine um, you know, I don't need to start telling you about how he's top five in yards, top five in completions, top five in touchdowns, top five in QBR. Oh, I don't know. Maybe the top PFF rated quarterback this year. We don't need to get into all that right now. Um, but what I do need to hear from you is a number, Mr. Brad Holmes. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you wrote it back to me because I was getting there before uh, you. I don't want to get this cantankerous. It should be a, a good negotiation. We respect your client. We we like him as a player. There's many people, even like this guy Okri on the Kool-Aid cast, who has come around on your quarterback. I love that pod. Have I mentioned that at all during this negotiation? You need to listen. He's subscribed. Check that pod. out. That is one hell of a pod. You, you need to go subscribe and check that out. No doubt about it, man. Um, but, like, my thing is... We just got to figure a number that, that works plus a term because I got this rookie. Like I said, I know if I mention him, he's kind of you know good football player and, and that needs to be considered. So you're not the only guy here and there's not many of these jobs. I just want to make that known as well um, out, out there that will be available or that are there's only 32 in the whole world. To, so just acknowledge that as well. So you, you were at 50. I got you at 33 and a half now for two more seasons plus rookie in my back pocket like. I'm saying we get you above Daniel Jones because he is a bum. That's just us talking. We don't want that to get out in the media. Um, but but I got Josh Allen at 43. 
I mean, if we can get you at four, at 42, and, and maybe some incentives, or maybe give you an extra year to make it look better, but then void it, like, that's kind of where I'm at. Especially if we're talking oh. hometown discounts. You love it here. You want all these players around you. We want to have you, but we can meet somewhere in there. We could probably get it done and leave H2O as maybe one of the better backups, more exciting um, you know, clipboard holders in the league. We could do that for you. Oh, you also have to remember that Josh Allen signed that year two years ago, my friend. That is a hometown discount up the wazoo, especially in Patrick Mahomes as well. We are talking the 2024 NFL, the 2025 NFL. By the way, the cap will be going up to $247 million next year. Okay, 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 okay. Here's my bump up for your your future years or because you're assuming that everyone should just move up all day every day, which is a big misconception. I don't know why it keeps happening in the National Football League. But anyway, I'll give you a bump. I mean, let's get you to 45. Would would 48 get a deal for four years? I'm not I'm not going five. I'll go I'll go four and avoid here at 45. And you help keep us help us rolling and keep some other people around. What, what do we think? Mm, I mean, I, I'm okay with going with a four year deal, but my friend, if you want a shorter <laughs> deal, then your number is going up, brother. It's not going down. I'm giving so, you a void, you know, so you look good in the media. And you get this big number that's not really real, and we all are happy. You're gonna you're getting 45 million a year, five less than your original offer over four seasons. I mean, um, sure, I can cut you after two years and and probably pay you little to nothing after that. But um, you know, it's it's gonna look good for everybody. You're gonna be where you're happy. We're gonna win ball games. I'll get to pay the other people that I plan to have around here for a lot longer. I mean, I think it's. I think it's doable this is getting a little out of hand i mean again i don't know how this would go down in real life but this is me and you talking um we, maybe we just can't meet on a number maybe we got to push this out yeah oh great look so here's the deal now we're back we're back to chop we're back <laughs> i figured yeah. that went exactly how i expected you saying how you love jared goff and then you wanted to undercut him and um and look you know i but that's okay i i we can we, that was a that was a fun game to play i honestly think that they, these kind of talks have already been in the works um but it, it is it is kind of fun i'm very very curious and i think we need to attach a poll to uh the pod to this week to see where people are at with this contract i mean you threw some numbers out there i threw some numbers out there um, you know, five years, four years, 50 million, 45 million, 47. I'm very curious to see what the people think this guy's going to deserve and get. Um, but I'm also kind of, kind of actually wondering what it's really going to be, end up being. My last thing on it, and I didn't bring it up during the negotiation is Ben Johnson factor. Um, there's just a couple variables, the Ben Johnson factor, as well as this dollar amount, like, Everyone in Detroit seems like they are ready to give Jerigoff anything he wants, keep him here no matter what, pay him now. And my thing is, if the offensive coordinator is leaving and you got this rookie and there's such a discrepancy in the money, those have to be factored in. It's the same people that call up and say, oh, just give away our first round picks. Who cares? I care (laughs) because those are valuable assets that are cheap incredible football players so when you're paying a quarterback 45 48 50 million over four seasons instead of i mean we don't know what Hennon hooker is he could not be good and some people are like you haven't even seen him how could you support him because i can assume that maybe he's really good and he makes no money he maybe makes four million dollars you know what we can do with that other 40 million dollars to bring in great football players that's a game changer for a team so that that's my big counter is that people need to assume all these other things as part of the equation i know that you can the quarterback deserves to be paid and there's a certain number out there now but i've also evaluated what if what if you didn't what if this other kid is good what if you can add other premier pieces um that's that's worth a discussion as well. So it's 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 getting to the point where I think they will come to an agreement and a, a three to four year extension that makes sense for both sides. But I also could live in the world where we get a crazy aggressive go bold, let your guy go do whatever he wants to do and roll with the young cat and maybe be in a worse spot, but maybe be in a better spot where we have lots of money, a quarterback that's more than functional and good to go to. So that's kind of where I'm at. 
Yeah, no, it makes sense. I think another factor, a big factor for me, and again, I think people just kind of shun this, but like the cap is going up $20 million. And do I think yeah. that all that should go to a quarterback? No, I'm not saying that. Um, you know, I'm not saying just because the cap goes up, the quarterback hit number goes up, but you know, you're going to start seeing some stupid quarterback numbers when Kyler mm-hmm. Murray gets extended um, or, you know, these other guys start getting extended, not Kyler Murray, I'm uh, sorry, Dak Prescott, when he starts to get extended, um, you know, some of these other ones, it's, it's going to be stupid. So um, I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm curious to see what that ends up being. You know, Geno Smith is another one that uh, that's out there um, talking about getting extended. Um, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is another one. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be fun to see how it plays out. Uh, but I am also very scared of the, the thought of not having Ben Johnson and having a uh, 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 Hendon Hooker uh, leading the helm um, on a team that just ran into the playoffs and possibly won the Super Bowl. Uh, that could play a factor too, man. If we are like in the NFC Championship game, we're in the Super Bowl. Do you really want to make some drastic changes uh, to your quarterback position, but I do know that we still have him on the books for next year. So, the uh, last thing I want to say, the, game, the last thing I want to say, it was a good segment. We had some fun with it. It kind of got off the rails, but we knew it would um, when you threw it at me because that's kind of what the show is about. Um, the last thing I want to say, and I know you're going to rip the mic. You're you can lead our uh, Raiders segment. We get people hyped by Monday night. But when did we stop like stacking players and and paying them based on where they rank? It's like we all know Jared Goff's like a top 10-ish quarterback. He's not. So if he gets paid as the top guy, I know he'll get passed up by other guys after that. But when did that system start rather than being like, all right, Jared, you're you're not as good as Pat Mahomes, Burrow, you know, Lamar, Hurts. And then we start getting into a few other names, Allen. Well, now we're down to like 7 to 10. Now you're fitting in. What's that number? Rather than being like, well, your contract's up soon, so you get to be number one for a while. Um, that, that doesn't make sense to me. Like, pay these guys where they rank in their play instead of you're the next guy up, we'll pay you the most, and then you'll get bumped down as other guys get paid more. That's just... That's just weird how that's happened over the last, you know, five, seven, ten years, whatever it's been. So, Chops, let's keep yeah. it rolling, man. Do your thing. What else we got? Yeah, just real quick. Yeah, that is a weird cycle that we've been hitting, right? It's like every quarterback that gets paid, he now becomes the highest paid. Um, but they do mess around a little bit with the, uh, you know, guaranteed money in there, too, which plays a factor. So, um, lots of good stuff. Love it. Thanks for playing the game. But listen, Oakry, we the last thing I want to talk about after I've ripped the mic from you, I want to leave it. Okay, we got a huge game to talk about here. We got a prime time Monday night football at Ford Field on a beautiful, amazing Monday night in October. We got a big response game. We got a bit. This is a huge, huge game for the Lions. What are your keys to this game? Start us off, baby. How are you feeling about this Raiders preview Monday night? Let's go. I mean, you're, you're passing it to me, but I guess I just got to use your hashtag before I even get this thing rolling. Woo! Hashtag Chops, I, I like this game so much for the Lions. We all know what happened to them. What people don't know is what's about to happen on Monday, and that's the Detroit Lions are going to go into Monday Night Football, a crazy forward field, an electric atmosphere, the horrible gray uniforms with the somewhat fugazi blue with the big sticker logo helmets. But that nonetheless, for me, who's all about the swag and the gear, this is going to be an absolute beat down. I don't care if there's Raider fans listening or if they get a hold of this. It doesn't matter because we are pretty much healthy at a lot of our skill positions other than Demo. We're indoors. We're, we're not happy about what happened last week. The Raiders are the Raiders. They have a horrible coach. They have a couple players on offense. They have Max Crosby on defense. And that's about it. Don't tell me about how they won this game or they beat this team or they're, they're tough, they're gritty, whatever Dan Campbell says in his press conferences. This is going to be an absolute beatdown. I've got this game like 31-10. I've got, I've got maybe multiple tugs to J-Mo as well as a, over a 100 yards in total. I've got Gibbs doing his thing. I've got Laporta maybe finding the end zone. I've got us getting up early, the crowd going crazy, people just having the great time. We're back on track. Everyone loves the Lions again on the biggest stage of Monday Night Football. This is going to be an absolute fun game to watch, to be at, to experience. I absolutely can't wait for it. 
Oh, Okri, I like you just like 31 to 10. I mean, you just you're the guy, you're like the well, a touchdown win is pretty big in the NFL. <laughs> right. Is that dude? You just came out at me with a three tutty W. Oh, yeah. Uh, difference. I love it. I love it. You are drinking the Detroit Kool Aid. You might be ju- you know, jumping on the the Drink hashtag choppy likey of uh, predictions there because you just balled out. Woo-hoo! You just hung it all out there, man. <laughs> Chops like, wow. I, I had to hold back at 3110. I could see us doing a 40 burger. I could see this getting out of hand and maybe we get 50 and they score some more because we don't care after half. Like, that's how I see this game going down. This is going to be no nip and tuck. This isn't going to be, oh, the Lions are playing a little clunky again. Maybe they're off. Maybe they started slow. They, I see us starting like Baltimore started on us. I, I, I see us coming out the gate and maybe being up three scores before you blink in this type of ball game um, is how I see it going down. It's going to, what did you say the last couple weeks? A bloodbath. This is going to be, this is going to be Detroit fans the night before Halloween dressed up, hooting and hollering, and the Lions giving them something to excite about. What a great matchup against the horrible Raiders at our house with all of our guns blazing on offense, a defense that's ready to knock your face. Look for Jack Campbell to ball out. Look for maybe a turnover from Kerbo. Um, you know, maybe Cam Sutton even gets his hands on the football. This is this is going to be so fun. I can't wait for it. All these people boo-hooing about this, that, and the other. Just get ready for Monday because it's about to get crazy. I love it. I absolutely love it. Listen, Vegas says this is an eight point line right now. We're an eight point favorites. Uh, the over under set at 45 and you, uh, uh, wow. Wow. Um, you went the under, um, even though, even though you have it just an absolute bloodbath. I love it. Um, I cannot agree with you anymore though. Uh, I mean, listen, we are going to take out all our frustrations, all that pent up pissed offness from the Ravens game. And, uh, we're just, gonna, we're just going to take it out on the Raiders. Um, they're not a good team. Um, they've got some weapons. Don't get me wrong. You know, I like Josh Jacobs. I love Devonte Adams. Um, but we are going to absolutely take it out on them. I agree. I have this, oof, I have this as a 38 to 21 and, and, and I'm not, and I'm prefacing that by saying like probably two of those touchdowns or maybe 10 of those points are going to be in garbage time from the Raiders um, because we're playing a lot of backups. And uh, we, we might even see a backup quarterback come into this game in the fourth quarter for the Lions because it's just an absolute bloodbath. Uh, and I like it. So I'm going 38-21. Um, and sorry, Raiders fans, you know, put on your makeup, throw on your, <laughs> your road warrior nonsense, put on all your garb. It's the night before Halloween. But you're in Detroit, baby. And so you're going to come here, and all that's going to come down is you're going to see tear streaks down that makeup because we are just beating your asses to a bloody pulp, stone cold style, baby. Chops, can you smell it? I can smell it, but I think you're going to play it. What the rock is cooking? You also said stone cold at the end of that rant and all that hype. I think we've done it all, Choppy. We've done gimmicks. We've done segments. We actually have takes that don't bore people to death here on this show. And that's the bottom line because we said so. And we'll catch you next week right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Give me a hell yeah.
Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in now. Pack the bags, stop the plane. This game is over. It is over. What a comeback by the Lions. Drink it in, man.